Ends really quick, doesn't it? <laughs> we'll just sit here in silence. Yeah, yeah. I just figured I'd lean over and oh. grab my drink and Look at have plenty you of time. Leading us astray this time. Instead of me pressing rando buttons, you're just not paying attention and we can just sit here in silence. And it's the sound of silence. <laughs> Probably still better than your singing. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, yeah. yeah la la yeah. la. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> Hello everyone. It's been another long week. It Once has again been. we're recording the night before this is due to be released. I feel sorry for D, our audio production editing guy. D, you're a legend. We really appreciate you and the fact that you're putting We like up to with this. keep you on your toes. No, it's just we're still not fully moved in. I'm trying to run everything, we, handle we everything. Are. Like we're fully moved in, but we're not it's not all organized yet. We are getting a hell of a lot closer. We are. We are, absolutely. There's just a few little minor details that we're going to be doing down here. Yeah. Upstairs is, is sorted. Yeah. Aside from refurbing some of the old furniture you picked up. Yes, but look, if you're allowed to Your have... Your little project. Oh, no, no, that, that wasn't a complaint. That wasn't I a complaint. I don't know. That looks like you've got a lot of work ahead of you. I mean, you do, but that But that I already wasn't know what I'm doing, yeah, so it's yeah, not it'll that be fine. bad. It'll be fine. I, don't, I won't be spending as much time doing Google, you know, topics of how do I, how do I stain wood or what should I do if the, the goop that I had used uh, to actually strip the wood isn't coming off. How can I fix this? <laughs> oh, dear. I don't, oh need dear. To do, I don't need to Google that anymore. No. I already know how to handle this. I am so sore. My shoulder is so busted. That'll teach me to... I'm going back to competition. I had a com- competition coming up in July. Yep, and I feel that that's a you issue. It is a me issue, but I'm yep. just going to complain about it. Oh. I have a moment of meeping. Surprise. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, What are we talking about today? Uh, well, it was something that I sent through to you, and it's something that so many people, and I understand their frustrations, uh, and it... It was purely because we were like, what are we going to talk about? And I had said, all right, need to, you know, go and have a look to s- while you were setting up downstairs. Yep. Because uh, clearly we were extremely organised today. <laughs> we got through a lot today. We did. And um, so what I had found was I went on to Reddit. Yep. Good old trusty Reddit. Yep. And I was like, oh. Do you want me to read the post you sent me? Underquoting. Ooh. I'm going to have to let, be really careful about how I say the things I need to say on this one. Let, let's read as to what has ap- happened here because let's face it, it is a frustration of so many people. I have also gone down the path of going, oh, it's so, if you're wanting to sell a house, why don't you just put a price on it? But that's not underquoting. No, that's not underquoting. That's not underquoting. What that's I'm just hiding building, the problem, I'm building to what they have yep. put in here, was that it was advertised for a price, and then it ended up going and selling well and truly over. No, it hasn't sold. Oh, I thought it did. No, no, no. All right. So this is uh, 
on Reddit, Dark Hummus. I'm kind of curious, the username Dark Hummus. I'm curious what Dark Hummus is. Like, are they putting coffee in the hummus to give it a little bit of kick? I don't know. Sorry, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and the post says, can someone explain auction price ranges to me? Passed in at auction and inflated price by 300K. So the story goes, I looked at this house. So this is Dark Hummus. Looked at this house a few weeks ago. It was advertised at the 1 to 1.1 million range uh it went to auction i wasn't interested but i saw it passed in at auction with a bit of 1.17 million above the advertised range it's now back on the market as 1.295 is if and they've said is this not deliberate underquoting if they never intended to sell within the advertised range i don't understand can someone explain now i think this is this is a fantastic question from dark hummus um it, it doesn't look crash hot. I will say that amount. And the reason um, why I'm saying that it's a frustration is because when you sent through that other link, it does actually say from consumer.vic... What it is, consumer... I think it's consumer.vic.gov.au. Is that it? It is. It is. Um, and so it consumer had, affairs. Yeah. So it had on there that in Victoria... They aren't supposed to, and Victorian real estate agents, if I stuff up here, I do apologise, that they aren't supposed to use best offers plus uh, like symbols within the advertising. Like they have to give an actual range. I don't believe that's accurate. Well, have a look. Have a read through. I think on let's that. let's deal and focus on um, the underquoting aspect. Yeah. So, I think the the first thing to look at here is underquoting. Right, and underquoting according to Consumer Affairs Victoria, so consumer.vic.gov.au, it is illegal for an agent to advertise or advise you of a price that is less than the seller's auction reserve price or asking price, a price in a written offer already rejected by the seller on the basis it is too low, or the agent's current estimated selling price. Right, so an agent can't come in and go, okay, I reckon you could sell this for 1.1, and then... But realistically, the area that it w- is currently being listed in, the prices for an equivalent is one point three. No, it's the other way around. So, other way around. So, right. if if an agent were to come to you uh, in Victoria, now it's really important to note only Victoria and New South Wales have underquoting laws in Australia. Yeah. Okay, so that's super important to note. There's no underquoting laws in any other state that I could find. Yeah. Um, in in Australia, expect that to change because this is a practice that does cause a lot of ire, causes a lot of frustration. And, and it's rightfully probably, so. And rightfully so. And and is it may be misleading advertising, yeah. right? Like there's there's that aspect that comes into play, which is why Office of Fair Trade, Consumer Affairs, all that often get involved. Mm. Uh, and, and again, rightly so. So only Victoria and New South Wales have this law. Yeah. If I was the agent and I came to you and I said, your house, based on a comparative market analysis, mm. I reckon should sell at 1.2 to 1.3. Yep. Okay. And then I go and advertise the property for sale with a price guide of 1 to 1.1. I could be considered to be, like I may be underquoting in that particular yeah. case, right? I don't know if there's fudge room involved, if they're allowed to have a certain amount of fudge room or anything like that. Yeah. Even when I was an agent, I was an agent in Queensland, so this was not something we really had to deal with. Yeah. Okay. But based on... What Consumer Affairs Victoria, and I'll read them again for you, uh, 
uh, what they define underquoting is, or, or the, the section on underquoting is, it is illegal for an agent to advertise or advise you of a price that is less than the seller's auction reserve price or asking price. A price in writing, uh, a price in a written offer already rejected by the seller on the basis that it is too low or the agent's current estimated selling price. Agents must update the price information they provide to buyers if any of these things change during the sales campaign. If an agent does not comply with the above, then they are engaging in underquoting. Now that's, I've just quoted that. That's not my opinion. That's me reading from Consumer Affairs Victoria. Coming back to the Reddit situation and what's been explained there, it could be that things changed. And weren't and they weren't told about it. Well, I mean, if the buyer's not interested in the property, the person who was talking say I wasn't interested. And yeah. They they state that in it, but Dark Hummer says I'm I'm not interested. So therefore, they are not an actual buyer of that property, so they may not have been given the update. Yeah, that's if there was any update issue. Yeah, that said, on the surface, it looks like something you definitely want to ask the question about. Yeah. Like on the surface, you kind of feel it's it's worth asking the question and, and maybe saying to Consumer Affairs, hey, what gives? Um, but there are a lot of things that can happen beneath the surface because or behind the scenes. Because I did say to you, what it like, and again, you know, real estate agents in Victoria, if you can shed light on that, we, we would absolutely love it. We, we should, we should Joe Mooney's on holiday at the moment. She's flying uh, no, back. No, she, she asked for the airlines just to drop her off. Instead of her having, because she flew past her home. Oh, right. So she flew over her home and she's like, can you just drop me off here? Because she didn't want to have to drive out of Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, don't blame her. I don't blame her. But so so, so she, she's only got back today, I think. Uh, yeah, so it was give, only we'll to, give her. Yeah. We'll, we'll maybe, give her maybe, maybe we get Joe on because Joe, Joe's an incredibly professional agent uh, who operates. Uh, there, there is. She operates absolutely to the letter of she, the law. She, yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't uh, hide anything. No, if she no. she's very very honest. Yeah, and, but, but not <laughs> and only that, she's she's her. very uh, by the rules. Yes, as it should be. Very very successful by being by the rules too. Yeah. I might add, as are a lot of agents, and a lot yeah. of agents are like that. Um, but Joe's one that I know I can call up and say, "Hey, do you want to come have a chat?" Uh, know. You know, fun thing. <laughs> fun thing. Want to have a chat? Let's talk turkey. Yeah. And, and she'll be able to give us a rundown on that. But I think that definitely on the surface, something doesn't look right. Like, you'd, it, it's worth asking the question. I'm definitely not saying there's underquoting happening there. Yeah. What I'm saying is you definitely want to raise the question and go, hey, why yeah. did this happen this way? How did it happen? Ask that of the agent. Ask that of consumer affairs. Because I did say to you, what if, like, okay, it went to auction and the seller... You know, Change the reserve price during auction. Yeah, which they are allowed to do. Uh, I'm not sure on that. I actually went to look that up because I was concerned about I that. I thought it did say it in there, further down, uh, in that consumer thing, that they are allowed to, but they have the agent has to actually let everyone know that there has been a change. I so could be I, wrong. I, I didn't see that, but it's look, it's worth chatting to someone who's operating in that market, I think. Yeah. Like um, I know in the Queensland market, they've got the, the sellers have to give the reserve to let, the agent. Can I say what prior. I was going to say? Well, I'm just clarifying on yeah. that on that topic so, of the reserve. Um, I, I did say to you, what if they had actually said to that agent, you know what? No, we, it passed in and we don't actually want to deal with you anymore. We want to deal with a different agent. Yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah. And, and that other agent may and have decided that, that the property was worth more. That's right. Yeah. 
So, and could have used that as a, okay, maybe, um, you know, we could do a couple of different things different, which means that you could potentially get a higher price. I mean... There's no information yeah, about right. whether or not the agent's changed hands in that's that post. Right. Um, yeah. But that's what I'm and, saying. And we're that, assuming that, that it hasn't. Yeah. That it hasn't. It'd be unlikely. And, and on that note, look, typically speaking, an auction campaign runs for four weeks. Yeah. Right. That's the, that's the typical textbook. Uh, it'll run for four weeks. A listing agency agreement typically is exclusive for 60 days. Yeah. It'd be unusual. Not uh, like just unusual. Like it, it wouldn't normally be done then the auction is occurring at, and hang on, I'll explain this in a second, that the auction's occurring at the end of the exclusivity period unless it was a 30-day exclusivity period because an auction is seen as a sales funnel and a marketing funnel, right? What they will often do is they'll run an auction campaign, not worried about whether or not it sells at auction. If it sells at auction, that's fantastic, but they're looking for the active ideal and real buyers yes right so if the property gets passed in the market's kind of said what it believes the property to be worth yep and so then the agent has a list of people who have bid on the property and kind of knows what they're willing to pay for it which means it's now time to go back under a private treaty kind of model and negotiate mm. right and often this becomes a marketing funnel it, it you know filters out the tire kickers and time wasters brings people to the front who are legitimate potential buyers mm. and creates a one-to-many negotiation mm. situation yeah so that's often ha- and uh, even as an, uh, an agent where i was like mm, not a fan of auction that's how it was explained to me yeah so it could have been that but what doesn't make sense with this is you've now jacked the price up you've got someone who's was willing to pay over the price guide yeah and you've now gone back to the market and jacked the price up by another 120k so that's the reason why I'm I'm saying there could have potentially like I, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, can sellers not turn around and just go, it's all well and good? Because there could have been a I don't believe that what you have done is correct. I should have gone with my instincts and just gone, no, I'm not happy with that sale price and or what you reckon I reckon it's worth more and as and like we have always said to our listeners get you know more information you have the more power you have when it comes to if you don't feel that that's the right price realistically realistic like let's be realistic about this if if you're going, oh, my house is worth 1.5 when it's actually only worth like 900 at most, you know, you know that type of thing. I'm talking about being realistic about it. So 100 and 120,000 more when they're going, no, look, I don't think it, it has been presented properly. I think you haven't done a good enough job. Whatever the reason is, cannot can sellers not turn around and go, thanks, but no thanks if it's come to that exclusive end period? So you said sometimes it can yeah, be 30 the, on days. on the listing agreement. On the it, look, it can be, but it typically it's not. But it, it can be. But didn't but you say that you know, the auction? Do you know is what really four, bugs me on weeks? this? Do you know? Do you know what's the most fishy thing about this that really bugs me? What under auction conditions? Yeah. If a property exceeds its reserve price in bidding, mm. it's on the market. It's going to sell. Yeah. If the price guide was one to one point one. Unless on the day the agents turned around and gone, ladies and gentlemen, this price guide has now been adjusted. The price guide is now 1.1 to 1.3, mm. right? Or 1.2 to 1.3, mm. right? 
and there was no indication that uh, Dark Hummus was there at the auction mm. to know if that happened because that would potentially be meeting the obligations of filling everybody in. If that didn't happen, and there's mm. no way for us to know unless we speak to the agent, we don't even know who the agent is mm. or the owners, then the reserve price was above the price guide. If, if that update didn't happen, the reserve price was above the price guide. Which means that it was underquoted. I'm not going to say flat out that it was because we're talking well, about we're talking about something that's very okay. legal here. What I'm we'll the layman say, here. I've never had it in, we'll, we'll, in a license or anything no, like that on the surface. It may it be. It looks fishy. It looks and, – and that's the part that – Doesn't gel right Doesn't with you. gel right with me is unless and, – and there's no way for us to know because we weren't at the auction. Yeah. Dark Hummer wasn't at the auction by – from what we can, can you read know what, in the Reddit If you're out there and you're listening, get in contact with us so we can ask you some more information yeah. to try and, and, and get but, more but information. But it does. I mean, look, underquoting is a problem. This is why Victoria oh. and New South Wales have these laws and have introduced these laws. And, and it is New a South frustration Wales, with many a people, oh, absolutely. Uh, if not everyone New South Wales introduced them in 2016 and Victoria yeah. in 2017. So, like, there's, there's a need for this legislation. Yeah. It is a problem. Yeah. And it wasn't just a problem during COVID. Like, COVID was mental. We watched properties when we were, like, looking at market buy and things like that. We watched properties where you saw the CMA, and the CMA was smick. Like, it was spot on. Yeah. The numbers matched. Everything looked right. Yeah. And they're going, we reckon 1.9 to $2 million. You're looking at it, and you're going, yeah, that I checks think, out. Yeah. All of the computer-driven reports are around that. Three or four agents you talk to are like, yeah, that's about right. Mm. And then it goes for 2.53. And you're just sitting there, and, and we were, I'm like referencing a specific sale that happened in Melbourne, uh, in um, uh, Taruka or whatever it is, yeah. um, Taruka or something like that. Anyway, down on the coastline there uh, to the east of Melbourne, and this very specific property that I'm thinking of because I watched it happen, and it just ended up that two or three buyers were determined to get this property, and fought hammer and tong, yeah. and so they competed hard, and and it blew up, but. That you see, and in that, people were like, is that underquoting? No, it's not, because the market appraisal, the comparative market appraisal, supported the numbers that the agent put out. Yeah. Supported the price guide that the agent yeah. put out. What ended up happening, though, on auction day... Is buyers actually pushed the other buyers, buyers out of the market. Buyers refused to back down yeah. and went and spent the money they were willing to spend. Yeah. And as a result, it blew past everything, all of the data, everything that the data supported, but... The market demonstrated yep. that's what the market saw the and value as. In that post, and the only reason why I'm pretty sure it is that post, because um, I had read a couple of them, um, it referred to a couple of other words that I hadn't ever oh boy, this put me on the spot. across before. And the only reason why I've come across them where I was like, oh, hold on. I know the only reason why I know that is because of the content creation that I have done where I've turned right, around yeah. and asked you, what does this mean? Do you know the words that I'm talking about? I don't. I'm waiting for you to bring them out. No, because I want to see – I want to make sure that it is that particular post because um, – We're so organised. Maybe it was in – maybe it was in one of the comments. Um Maybe it was... No, it was in another post. Sorry. Sorry. 
Um, they were talking about gazumping and stuff like that, where I was just like, the only reason why I know what that is is because I've asked you what the hell it is. It was another one. It's another topic that I feel that we could talk about. Oh, I think so. Though uh, that we'll one, I'd like, because, we'll because of the nature one, of it, yeah. We'll leave that one. I want to do yeah. some refresh on that, because it's there are certain states in the country where it's illegal, there are certain states where it's fair game. I know that some people are like, going to be like you. What's gazumping? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> not fun. <laughs> so, but no, I, I have, un, like, I did find it quite amazing that, because when you look at it, you go, hold on, that happens everywhere. I know a lot of people are going to go, what are you talking about? Like, underquoting happens all the time, everywhere. Well, I mean, and that's, that's the theme of a the lot of the comments. That's what the real estate industry actually survives on. And it's like, no, 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 it's not. No. So, and, and the other thing that I need to address here is it's not the agent that actually bumps up the price. It's either <laughs> the seller or the buyers. If Hang on. You have someone, Where's my soapbox? Do we unpack my soapbox? <laughs> if you have someone or two buyers, think of yourself. Not as the buyer, because there's going to be some buyers going, but that's not fair. Think of yourself as the seller, right? You've got your biggest ticketed item that you ever have invested your money in in your life. Of course, you're going to employ the best person you can. Of course, you are going to say to that person, I want you to get the most amount for my investment because... I worked hard for that money. I worked hard to put all that effort into making it pretty and nice and everything like that. Not, There's a lot not of everyone. So I'm seeing there. a lot of change for the first time in 15 years in real estate. I'm seeing stories come out where people who are downsizing in particular and don't need that extra 20, 30, 40,000 are turning around and taking yeah, offers on. underneath I, yeah, that higher I'm offer. talking about the, buy, the buyers who are currently in the market going there jacking the prices up. I yeah, look, let's just, let's put this to bed immediately because, to it, be honest... It, it is BS is what I'm going yeah, to... And just, and it's can a, it's I a, just say it's a this? Piss off. Can I just say this? It's a crybaby winch. As a buyer, you need to look at that and go, hold on. But not only that, you also have another 50 people just like you looking for houses in that same area. Of course, if someone else is going to come along and go, that's the perfect house, that's what I want, and they turn around and they're like, I'll give you, I'll, to the seller, I'll give you an extra 20000 Of course that seller's going to go, yeah, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> of, of course they're going to be looking. If you don't turn around and go, uh, I can beat that, I'll give you $20,100, of course the seller's going to turn around. It's going to be a war between the two yeah. of you, it, look, or three, there, there or four, are, and, or five. and we, we brought up that property down in Redland Bay, and and we talked about it repeatedly. How that thing's been on the market for two years straight, in one of the hottest markets in in Southeast Queensland. Why is it on the market? Because it's overpriced. Uh, now, if if real estate agents, one, okay. if real estate agents were jacking up the price, I can tell you now, you'd be paying six million dollars for a three bed, one bath property because they get paid on a I'm percentage. Gonna, I'm going to be really honest here, and I did actually. Um, have dealings with finding out a bit more about that property. I'm not going to say how, but I did. And um, let's just say that I I found it a bit mm, questionable when it came to the actual dealings 
as to not only trying to purchase said property, but also renting it, the way that it is listed. Oh, the way that it's but, but it's overpriced. So... It's overpriced. Like, well, both for rental and as well as selling it's, it. It's overpriced across the board. And and this is the thing. Everyone sits there and goes, real estate agents are jacking up the price. If real estate agents were jacking up the price, you'd be paying $6 million for a three-bed, one-bath, Yeah. right, that's falling down. Why? Because they get 2% or 1%, whatever their commission is, it's a percentage. So they, they make more money the higher the price goes. Yeah. So they're going to jack – if they could jack the prices up – they wouldn't just jack it up by 20, 30, even 100,000. You'd be paying millions. Yeah. Right? They don't have that power. The it's person the buyers. Exactly. <laughs> and it's and the problem comes back to supply and demand. We do not have enough houses yeah. for the buyers that want to buy houses where they want to live. Where yeah. we don't have, have enough houses for them. So you're in a competitive situation and it comes down to who makes the best offer, which more often than not, 90% of cases, and I know those numbers because in market buy, it's about 90% of cases, it's mm. the highest offer. 10% of cases, somebody takes an under offer, yeah. right? And that's it. It's supply and demand. Yeah. So blaming real estate agents for jacking up prices, no. No. It's the easiest way. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm sorry. If anything, you should be looking at that fellow person who is also a buyer going, what the hell? Like, you've just made it harder for me to purchase. Yeah. What the hell? But, but, <laughs> but that's just it. Like... But they're not going to care because they've got somewhere to live now. Exactly. That, so so and it's, is, it's, a it's a competitive. It's a competitive market, and yeah. and that's what a competitive market looks like. Exactly. Like if you genuinely look, I'm going to say this right. If you genuinely believe that real estate agents are jacking up prices, real estate agents get paid on commission. It's a percentage, right? Quit your job, go and become a real estate agent, and make billions because you can set that. You can jack the prices yeah, up. You if you're an agent, you can off you go. Go and do it. Yeah. Right, put your money where your mouth is instead of whinging on Facebook and having a cry about it and blaming someone that is literally just the middleman in making sure that the property gets sold and handling all the contract and negotiations. Now, the one thing that I will say is absolutely is there, you know, dodgy at times practices that some do partake in. Unfortunately, yes, but do you know what? You can go and find a dodgy person in any industry. Any industry. So to go to go and say that every real estate agent is dodgy and that is unfair. That's the equivalent of saying every single you know tradie is dodgy. Every single how many how many times have tradies been on a current affair and building oh, companies being on a current nice. affair for taking money and taking deposits when they had no way of building properties and like all of it. We've we've or, literally or got tradies actually doing like dodgy the, jobs. Dodgy jobs yeah. or people going, oh, yeah, I'm a tradie, comes and does a shoddy-ass no job, license. gets paid for it, has no licence. No builder's licence. But here in, here in Australia, if there's a person that goes, I can sell your property and doesn't have a licence and you've allowed them to not only walk through your property and give you all of this stuff, which is... Yeah, you can... There's there's yeah. a lot of... Uh, yeah. you, can, you can go hard at them on that. Yeah, exactly. You, but, like, you look at it, right, in... Builders have insurance. Like, there's actually a government-run insurance program in mm. case a builder goes under. Mm. There's none of that for real estate agents because mm. there's not a need. Mm. Real estate agents just have their uh, their own private insurance, yeah. which, of course, the builders are meant to have as well. But, look, it's... All I'm saying here, and please, tradies, don't... We're not, we're not targeting... We're, we're not, not going sa- on we're tradies. We're just using you guys as an example. There's, there's dodgies in every industry, yeah, exactly. right? Like, retail has dodgies. How many people... If you've done tours of duty in retail, you've come across staff members and colleagues who have 
I'm taking money going out to of the till. Here. I worked in the wedding industry, wedding retail industry. Do you know how many people would come to me and go, "Oh my god, I don't have my dress. The shop has completely shut up. There's nothing. It's got. Please contact this number if you um, are needing to get your dress." There has been many a times that has happened where they have literally lost their deposit. So we're talking about, you know, $500 deposit. Now, going for a, for a wedding dress, $500 just to be completely wiped off where you're never going to see it again, like literally never, nothing for it, gone. And you're like, sweet, that's literally like, you know, or even I only had $100 to put down and I could have been taking that dress with me that's locked in that shop and I'm not getting it at all because it's technically not mine. So trust me, there is dodginess everywhere. everywhere. At the same time, I do understand people's frustrations because, you know, there there is a sp- supply and demand problem. We've ta- we talk about this every yeah. si- <laughs> What were you looking at just then? I've got something in my eye. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought you were like, yeah, duh. Like, oh, no, there's just, there yeah. is absolutely a supply and demand problem. We, we talk about it regularly and we'll continue to talk about it until the problem's fixed. Yeah. Um, and we will praise those who are doing things in the right direction for it. Um, and and uh, this is the problem, right? Yeah. But there's, you know it's what? Not it's, 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 not, it's not real estate agents who can actually fix the supply and demand problem. No, they, like. they can only sell what exists or what is about to be built. Yeah. That's it. Talk about... But there's, there's a fantastic... Uh, story or, or metaphor or whatever you want to call it from various different movies and motivational videos. And what it is is if you collect a whole bunch of black ants and you can collect a whole bunch of red ants and you put them all in the same jar together, they, they'll live quite harmoniously, right? They'll live without a problem. Get on, do their own thing, cruise along. But if you come along and shake up that jar, the black ants will decide that the red ants are responsible and will start attacking them. The red ants will decide that the black ants are responsible and will start attacking them. So now they hate each other and are angry with each other and are now fighting against each other. Meanwhile, we've got the people Meanwhile, who actually shake they never the once thing. look and go, who's shaking the jar? Yeah. And getting pissed off at the person shaking the jar. And we have this situation here, right? Buyers get pissed off at real estate agents because real estate agents are the representatives well, of the seller. Well, buyers and sellers... Well, sellers, yeah, but sellers get pissed off at agents for not being ethical and communicating effectively and transparent and all that sort of stuff. But the main thing we see is buyers getting pissed off at real estate agents. And to be honest, real estate agents get pissed off at buyers too because of the crap that they cop from buyers, mm. right? And that, But no one's sitting there going, who's shaking the damn jar? Yeah. And we, we see this in the media. We've talked about how... Uh, on, on previous episodes, the government outsourced housing supply, solving the housing supply problem to private investment, to private companies and private entities, yeah. right? And then they come out in the media and go, it's the private investor, it's the mum and dad investor who's greedy. How dare they? But we wouldn't have, we can't build houses without them because of the way the government designed the system. But also, yeah, if the government doesn't give the tick of approval to go, sure, construction can happen exactly. There. Right? So there's all this red tape. The mum and dad greedy investors can't actually do anything with that land. Exactly. Right? So, and and there's all this red tape, and the government makes an absolute fortune. We talked about that on another website, I think, in Queensland, it's 36%. But it can can be, it's hundreds of thousands of dollars the government ends up getting in, in, or increasing the value of a property or the price of a new house and land package. Mm. 
as a result of red tape, taxes, and all that sort of stuff. Mm. They profit from it. Yeah. Who's who's shaking the jar? Yeah. Buyers are pissed at real estate agents. Real estate agents are over being kicked in the guts and being told they're the problem. Yeah. Who's shaking the damn jar? Yeah. Well, maybe they're not shaking the jar, but they're not doing their job in building more houses, and that's the damn government. Yeah. Like, sorry well, to sound ticking, like a tinfoil hat. Yeah. Government's coming to get us. To go, yes, that, that yeah. land can be developed. Sweet. Absolutely. Like, let's get some people in build there. Build more houses. Build more houses. If you build it, they will come. Well, as long as you build it where they want to live, right? But build more houses and our housing market steadies. Yeah. Right? You solve the supply problem. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, funny that, eh? <laughs> I'm don't, shocked. Don't, don't get me onto the, the immigration that's coming in and how we're only building enough houses, you know, to accommodate maybe a third of that immigration by itself, or half of that immigration by itself, uh, let alone, you know, all of the people, the split houses. Like somebody, somebody made a comment, we talked about it on another episode, about how, you know, population growth and housing supplies remain the same. It has. But the demand for houses has increased because we've gone from an average of 3.6 people per household to 2.4. So our population's growing and we've now got increased immigration and we have increased demand for houses because people are living in smaller smaller family groups. Yeah. Who'd have thunk it, right? Yeah. Quit quit blaming each other. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're a black ant or a red ant. Go and bite the person that's shaking the damn jar. Yeah. And guess what? There's elections coming up. Yeah. And it's a state government level thing yeah. is my, my understanding. They have greater control. Like federal government can help out and do stuff, but the state government has significantly more control. Yeah. Uh, as do local councils and things like that. Yeah. Uh, make it an election issue. Yeah. You want to change this? You want to fix this? Yeah. Make housing an election issue. It's already starting to happen. Yep. Housing supply is already on the agenda. Yeah. Scream it loud. Cost of living and housing supply. Yep. Make it an election issue and watch Make it how a thorn shit. In their side, yep. Be that freaking squeaky wheel. Make it the thing that costs them the election and watch how damn quick it changes. Yep. 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 Where are we going from here? I have no idea. We've covered <laughs> off what you wanted. I know. This is that I think I think we can we can be done. I think we can be done. I feel that there's a lot of um various things that people are going to want to go and have a look. We can put the the link up to yep. that particular post for you um, just so that you can actually go and read it on Reddit. Yep. <laughs> read it on Reddit. Uh, read it on Reddit. Uh, and at least then you can, you know, potentially have a little bit of your own, you know, this is, this is what has my own experience. Or if you want to leave us a little uh, comment, even on our socials, on our email socials, or whatever. Uh, yeah, even on the um, our um, actual podcast, yeah, um, comment section as well. Please, we'd hey, love to hear from you. Off topic. Last last that we talked about murder sprinkles and more murder sprinkles are coming. I'm just waiting for final greetings. How you nearly murdered our son? I did not. <laughs> no, he did. He it. did it himself. <laughs> that was that was he, he did it himself. He did. Comes out, asks me, goes. Jay, can I can I have some murder sprinkles on? I'm like, yeah, sure, mate. He's heard us talk about it. He's watched us use it, and then he goes and coats his fried rice with it, like he was sprinkling salt. Yeah. 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 He learned that lesson real quick. Yeah. 
he was starting to actually salivate into the like it was it was pretty bad. He was salivating. To his credit, and he still powered through and he, enjoyed the taste. He did. He just couldn't handle it. But I just said to him, I'm like, well, why are you jumping around drinking water? I've told you many a times, drink milk. Yep. So yep. he went and grabbed a glass. The so next milk. batch of murder sprinkles is coming. Yep. I, I need to get a website up and stuff. But on that note, we'll leave you guys here. Uh, if you have any topics that you would like us to discuss to discuss and research, let us know. We'd love to hear about it. Uh, we'd love to hear from uh, your own experiences as well. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, uh, I think that's all that we can really ask. Peace out.